You're listening to Tassie Encounters on Faith FM and we're coming to you from Hobart, Tasmania, right across Australia. Each weekday at 9am you can hear what the Bible says about past, current and future events. You can learn how to study the Bible more effectively. You can get to know who God is, why we're here and where we're going. And you can experience personal encounters with Jesus. I'm your host, Jason Cook, and today we have Tamika Spalding joining us all the way from Adelaide. Welcome, Tamika. Hello, good morning. Now, Tamika, normally you are in Port Sorrel, Tasmania, and uh, you're going to be doing some more presentations for us uh, as the weeks and months go by, but um, you're over in Adelaide at the moment. Uh, Tell us what you've been doing over there. Well, this is where, um, as you might know from previous programs, this is where I lived and grew up. This is your hometown. This is my hometown. So I've come back um, over the Easter period and then sort of extended my stay to catch up with friends and family. Mm, Very good. And uh, today you're in the South Australian uh, studio, which I think uh, does the big Q&A drive time program from South Australia. So you're sitting in the same room uh, talking to me right now. That's also a Living Media Ministries um, studio as well, I believe. Yeah, it is. Yeah, well, it's good to be able to continue the program no matter where you are. So thank you to uh, Living Media Ministries for the use of the studio and a uh, big Q&A and... Uh, all of the uh, people involved over there. Now, just a reminder, we have a special program coming up in Tasmania. It's called Improving Immune Function Through Food. This is going to be presented by Dr. Sue Rad. So if you're listening in Tasmania, take note right now. So Dr. Sue Rad is an advanced accredited practicing dietitian. And she recently, she's an author and researcher, and her most recent book called Food as Medicine, Cooking for Your Best Health, received the Gormand World Cookbook Award for the best health and nutrition book in the world. Have you seen that book, uh, Tabitha, uh, Tamika? Uh, not that one, no. Ah, it's a fantastic book. It's a big book. Um, anyway, she, it's the uh, the best uh, health and nutrition cookbook in the world. So um, she's going to be coming down to Hobart, Launceston and Devonport in May. Uh, Friday the 13th of May, Sunday the 15th of May in Launceston and in Devonport on the 16th. Sorry, did I say 15th of May in Launceston? 16th of May in Devonport. So if you want to get more details about that, you can text IMMUNE22, that's I-M-M-U-N-E, number 22. Text that into our Tassie Encounters show number 0488880891 and we will send you a message back with all of the event details and the booking links for that. So it's a free event. Don't miss it if you are in Tasmania. Now, you can also uh, use that same text number, 0488880891, for any uh, feedback to us. Perhaps you'd like to share something with us or take advantage of our free book offer, which we're going to have later in the program. Now, Tamika, we had you on a few weeks ago and you shared a three-part series titled Finding Love and Purpose. And that was uh, talking about how you initially came to Tasmania from uh, South Australia and uh, what you did when you were here. But also, I guess it extended on beyond that as well to uh, finding a real purpose now. Today, um, of course, if you want to go back and listen to those past episodes that Tamika has uh, done with us, you can listen to them on the Faith FM website, and that's faithfm.com.au, or you can download the Faith FM app from the App Store on your phone or tablet. 
But today, um, just before we get into um, our program, I guess the, the title of today's program that you've prepared is A Time to Bear Witness. You know, to make it, I did a, a Google search on this uh, these words, to, to bear witness, um, actually on YouTube, and I got a whole heap of videos about bears, which is interesting. So I'm going to ask you to kick us off. What does to bear witness really mean? Well... I suppose that if I was being chased by a bear, I would bear witness to that because <laughs> yes, um, would. <laughs> it would be something that I wouldn't forget easily. And I think but, if, uh, if others were watching on, they would uh, have a, quite a, a good story to tell as well. <laughs> <laughs> they would. Um, but basically, to bear witness is to show or tell or share something that exists, happened and is true. Um, and believe it or not, we bear witness every day. Uh, we can bear witness through our writing, our speaking, through art, um, through our actions, how we treat people, how we live our life, and just sharing information about you know, stories um, you know, with friends, family and those around us. And bearing witness is quite valuable, really, because it's a way that we process the things that happen in our life, you know, all, all the things, big, small, the light stuff, and then the, the deep and meaningfuls. And in essence, uh, any time we share with others, we are, are likely to be bearing witness at some level, uh, either about ourselves or about the people and events in our life. Mm. So it's a fairly general term. Mm. It, it reminds me um, of uh, the one of the Ten Commandments says to, to not to bear false witness so it's interesting mm. as we bear witness i guess um we're trying to represent you know the best uh accurate most accurate most truthful you know witness that we have but uh it's interesting that that immediately comes to my mind when it talks about bear witness is one of the ten commandments in the older language it says um i think the new translations are thou shalt not lie is it is it the yeah. uh, the new one but the old one was uh Thou shalt not bear false witness. Interesting. Mm. Anyway, that's what comes to my mind. Sorry to interrupt you there. No, no, no. That's that's exactly that's exactly right. Because bear witnessing is usually something that happens that that is true, and so to bear a false witness is really um, yeah, an, an doing that, yeah. the wrong the opposite the wrong thing. So it's an important thing to mm. do uh, to do correct well. Yeah, yeah. So. Um, I guess you're going to share with us today. I'm just guessing here that uh, you're going to share something today where you've actually had to bear witness to something perhaps you weren't expecting or or something like yeah. that. Hmm. Because um, as we've just discovered, um, what I learned actually in the research to this program is bear witnessing is something that we do all the time, as I've just said. But um, a lot of us think about bear witnessing usually when we're giving a statement about something. Mm. And um, and so it sort of brought to mind a couple of stories. And so one of those stories um, happened a few years ago uh, when I was at the gym and we were um, training with about four of us there, um, including our instructor. And I had a friend who was... Um, we were sort of working in partners and she was down in like a sit-up position and she had to sit up and we had um, boxing mitts on. And as she came up, she had to um, 
box the hands um, of her partner and then she'd come back down again. And as she came up one of those times, she went to box and her shoulder dislocated. Mm. So that was pretty painful for her and it was a bit of a shock to all of us because it was something completely unexpected. Um, I box with her all the time and luckily I wasn't the one that, that she was partnered with for that day, so I don't feel quite as guilty. But, um, yeah, it just popped straight out. And the first thing, obviously, we needed to call call the ambulance and so that got to be my job and that was something that was incredibly uh, nerve-wracking for me Um, and I had a friend um, there that gave me their phone because she was helping um, you know the lady who dislocated her shoulder and I just went blank Mm. even though I knew I had to call the ambulance I thought oh what's the ambulance number now we all know you know in Australia it's triple zero but in that moment, I forgot. Mm. <laughs> and then I also had to unlock her phone. And I thought, oh, I don't know how to unlock her phone. I don't know her password. And it was funny because the ladies that belonged to the phone, she had actually forgotten her passcode in that moment. So I was waiting for her and then I had to figure it out. Anyway, I rang the ambulance and with a do, bit of a... Do you know you can actually ring AAA without unlocking a phone? I do. You know that now? <laughs> I do. I even knew that then. But right. in that moment, you I didn't just think. I wasn't yeah. very good. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I rang the ambulance and she asked me, you know, where do you live and what's happened? And, um, and I was able to do that with a bit of a shaky voice and we got there in the end and it took a while for the ambulance to come. But when they did come, um, you know, they sorted everything out. And at the time, I thought, you're a very terrible witness because uh, I was so nervous that I didn't think I did a really good job. And so it had been in the back of my mind for a while, if this ever happened again and it was something more serious, uh, I don't think you'd do a very good job. Do you think, and, uh, do you think though, that um, you know sometimes uh, things come into our life, God, I think, allows things to come into our lives to uh, to teach us? Sometimes it does push us out, outside our comfort zone, but... When we do it, uh, we actually learn from that? Oh, yes, definitely. Um, you know, it's it's one of those things that it's a skill with practice that we learn. Mm. And, um, you know, that was the first time I'd ever done that. Mm. And, you know... Maybe next time you'll be less Maybe next anxious. time. <laughs> <laughs> maybe next time it'll uh, it'll go more smoothly. That, mm. That's the hope. Mm, very good. We're going to go to a break, but uh, just as we do, we'd love to ask you a question just to to contemplate. Have you ever had an experience where God brought events together uh, that helped you learn something or to grow in your relationship with God? Perhaps it pushed you outside of your comfort zone. I know there's been many, many things in my life that uh, push me outside my comfort zone and, and teach me new things. So. Um, certainly even uh, starting this radio program was one of those things so. but uh, we're going to listen now to God Moves in a Mysterious Way this is The Lockwoods we'll be back shortly
to Tassie Encounters on Faith FM and this morning we're talking with Tamika Sporting on the topic of a time to bear witness and before the break we did uh, put a question out there for you to contemplate have you ever had an experience where God brought together certain events in your life that helped you learn and grow in your relationship with God perhaps you had to uh, be put out of your comfort zone a little bit perhaps you had to share something with somebody um, I'm just going to share a, a little uh, interesting situation where I had to or was asked to bear witness uh, to Mika. I was um, in a car park and uh, I heard an accident um, where somebody was backing out and another car was driving past and uh, it, they happened to be parked right next to my car so uh, I, I went over to check to see whether any damage had been done to my car. But uh, the person who had backed out was asking me to tell the insurance company a certain set of events. The problem was that I was actually away from the time. I was heading away, you know, to walk away, and I wasn't watching the actual accident at the time. And 
um, it was a very uncomfortable situation because I was basically asked to put forward one particular perspective and yet I didn't actually see what was going on. So I had the insurance company ringing me and trying to uh, get me to uh, give a, a, a witness but um, I, uh, I, I told them I couldn't do that because I didn't actually see it. So I think it's important that when we bear witness that it is something that we have actually witnessed ourselves and not just a, you know, a second or third hand experience. So now um, you're still there, Tamika, aren't you? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you're just listening <laughs> I was to listening. my story. <laughs> I thought yeah. we might have lost you. Um, before the song, uh, you said that... Um, other situations or one particular presented itself later where you had to again unexpectedly bear witness do you want to tell us about that yes so um i was actually on a trip in january of last year in the northern territory with a friend and um we were driving to darwin or in the direction of darwin and um well actually before that happened i had woken up early in the morning and just this thought occurred to me if you had to call the ambulance today, what what would be the steps that you take? And I entertained the idea because I thought, well, you never know. And so I went through the steps and I thought, okay, it's triple zero. This is what you need to do. This is what you could say. Mm. And um, and then, you know, we came out, we ate breakfast together and we went on our way and I didn't think about it again. And because we'd had a pretty busy uh time in the Northern Territory I was pretty tired so we were on a trip for a couple of hours in the car and I fell asleep for pretty well all of it and there was just this one point that I woke up and I remember looking around and we were coming up to a T-junction and I just saw the sign to say you know where we were and uh, where we were about to go and I sort of asked her you know where are we and because I've never been to the Northern Territory before all the that whole area was new to me Mm. and um, it was only a few minutes later I fell back to sleep And then we were on um, a main highway, like I said, heading to Darwin. And um, I just woke up uh, probably, you know, five seconds or or less um, uh, while we were, yeah, driving. And this car, so I saw this, you know, huge splash of water. um, It was bigger than a splash. And this car was midair spinning. And it went from the other side of the road to our side of the road and this is a you know huge highway with this um it had down the center of the road um like this big pipe and so what a what i you know seen happen was um basically this car in the air with this water coming out of this pipe and the car landing in front of us uh, not too far it was she just had enough time to stop the car mm. and um i looked at her and said do you think I should call the ambulance? Like as if that was even the question to ask. Mm. Um, and so she pulled up and she ran straight to the guy that was driving. Um, he was just in there by himself. And I, I called the ambulance. And um, as soon as they they answered, um, it was apparent that there was a lot of others that stopped their cars, um, mainly on the other side of the highway, that were calling the ambulance as well. And so she said to me, can you tell me exactly where you are because we need to confirm this is the same accident that we've got other calls about. And so I immediately thought, oh, you've already got other people calling. You don't need me to talk. Mm -hmm. So I said to her, thinking quite low of myself, oh, if you've got others calling, I'll hop off the phone. And she said to me, you're the one with the patient. You need to stay on the phone. Mm -hmm. And I hadn't even thought of that. But, um, you know, I stayed on the phone 
And luckily the guy, um, he was, you know, he was in shock and shaken, but he got out of the car and he actually was mostly okay, which was really good. And then we stayed on uh, to have some um, questions asked of us by the police. And so it was at that point then that I had to uh, repeat what I had seen. And up until that point, I thought, oh, I've done an okay job to help in this situation until he started asking me questions like, what way was the car spinning? I'm thinking, oh, I don't know. I just saw it spinning. He's like, was it clockwise? (laughs) It's Anti-clockwise. It, it's so hard when you have these uh, circumstances that happen in an instant like that, and and then you go back and you question what you've seen, and you, you know it's hard. It's really hard to recount exactly what happened. Is that that's right? Because you you think, oh yeah, I was there, I saw it all, I know what happened, until you sort of get into that, you know, more detail. Mm. And so I was worried. Um, that, oh, no, I th- what I thought I had done okay with, I, I, uh, I'm I not so great. But, um, you know, in, in reflection to that, um, the, the point really was just to tell the policeman what I knew. Mm. And, you know, in, in hindsight now, it's not about being, you know, a good witness or a, a, a bad witness other, you know, if you're telling what you saw, because everybody else that had called the um, the ambulance um, had stayed on and also um, bore witness um, to the policeman, and so he had what I had seen and what they had seen, uh, and it didn't really matter how we told it as long as we were telling what we truthfully saw, and then the police could put all of those, you know, facts together and mm. create a complete picture. Mm. Um, so all of our what we saw was important for for telling that whole story. Mm. So it's not so much, um, I guess, relying on you to necessarily have the whole picture. You can't necessarily guarantee that you saw everything or got everything a hundred percent correct. But that's right. But the uh, you know your part is still valuable. You know what your um, account is is still valuable to whoever's trying to work out what's going that's, on. That's it. And it doesn't matter how nervous I was about talking either. Mm. Like, as long as I was telling the words that he was writing down, it doesn't, you know, doesn't say... She was very nervous as she was telling me this. No mm. one cares. Mm. Yeah. The information was what was important. It, it makes me think, um, just as we've been talking about this and you've been mentioning, you know, multiple people having um, different accounts of, of what happened... Uh, it makes me think of the Gospels um, mm. in Matthew, Mark, Luke and John. And so as we bring this, I guess, back to a spiritual context, what would you like to just share a little bit about that before our next break? Yeah, well, <clears throat> when we look at the Bible as a whole, um, it, it does bring us a complete picture. But that complete picture is brought to us by uh, many stories with eyewitness accounts. And, yeah, like you said, we have Matthew, Mark, Luke and John who told the similar or the same stories mm. just from slightly different perspectives. You know, we all have our own bias, our own experiences, our own um, opinions which can shade what we see and it's important for us to have the opportunity to hear it from different accounts. Mm. Um, one, because they saw different things from from their perspective, but also 
um, it builds a stronger case. And what I like about it is, you know, when we go to the Bible, we can um, we can read all those accounts and get more of a complete picture. And depending on how people see the world, you know, sometimes we relate to seeing the world um, to, you know, from from a perspective that somebody else might um, understand better from a different, you know, person's account. So. It's it's always great to have as much information as possible mm. at at our disposal so that we can, you know, see the complete picture and in, in the case of the Bible to bring the most glory to God. There's nothing better than having lots of accounts um from lots of people mm. about who God is. I think too with the Bible too it's it's very easy to, you know, take one little passage or or something like that and and take it out of context, you know. So you don't get the full picture. You don't get the full meaning unless you actually study the whole thing. And I think that's so important because we can easily uh, get misled or misguided if we just look at one verse or, you know, even one chapter or whatever it is because, you know, the Bible um, from beginning to end tells this one, you know, big picture about, who God is and who Jesus is and and you know I guess his character and his his plan for us and whatever um really important for us to not just read one little bit of the bible but to actually read you know the whole thing definitely yeah, yeah. We're going to go to another break. Just remember that uh, question that we're asking you to contemplate today. Uh, have you ever had an experience where God brought together certain events that helped you learn or grow in your relationship with him? We're going to uh, have a listen to this great little song. It's by Janine Orr, and it's called Won't You Go? Right 
from the start I need you to see that your strength comes from me I have given you all that you need Won't you go Send you to friends Won't you go Go to the ends of the earth And bring my people home I am the Lord who made heaven and earth My heart aches for those who there were hear my commission I choose to send you if you are willing I am calling you to go to all nations to tell them of me to rescue the helpless and set captives free to carry the broken and bandage their wounds to tell all my children that I'm coming soon won't you program is made possible by the support of Adventist World Radio. You're listening to Tassie Encounters on Faith FM and today we're talking with Tamika Spaulding on her series or on our series should I say it's not her series it's our series Connecting the Dots where we have different uh, special guests that come in and present uh, a topic for us and today we're talking about a time to bear witness and we've just been talking about uh, the Bible that uh, contains many accounts many stories of people who had direct encounters with Jesus and uh, in fact our Monday program is called Encounters with Jesus with David Leo and uh, you know these are some of the stories that people have um, directly encountered Jesus and it's, uh, it's amazing when you delve into some of those but sometimes we have an experience where it's least expected where somebody bears witness to us about God and uh, it sometimes can uh, jump out at us when we least expect it. Tamika, have you ever had a, an experience like that where God has you know, used someone to bear witness to you about him that you didn't really expect? Yes. Uh, actually, I was in Bali uh, pre-COVID um, with a, a friend, the same friend I went to Darwin with, actually. And um, we went to a Seventh-day Adventist church on the first Sabbath that we were there. And it was a very multicultural church. There were people from all over that were, you know, on holidays or, you know, permanent residents that lived there. And so the way that they had the church set up was that someone would um, preach in Balinese and then they had 
translators in the back and see so you'd wear these you know headphones and and you'd get to hear what what was being said um in english and there was another translator that would translate it into spanish and um yeah so it was really set up for people from you know all over the the place mm. um and it was so it was, it was excellent i absolutely loved the day and i took my seat next to a um a gentleman and i remember sitting down and thinking and asking God, what is my true purpose? What is what is the the real one? You know, number one thing that I was born to do on this planet. You know, the big question. And at the time, I'd just finished breastfeeding my youngest um, child, and I was, you know, thinking: Should I go back to work? Shall I stay home and be a mum and do something extra? Should I? Um, you know, like I wanted to do something for God mm. and I was expecting an answer, I suppose, from God that was doing something mm. um, in the way of career-wise. So that's really what I was asking. And and as I was asking this, this thought came to mind, ask the man sitting next to you what he feels his purpose is and that whatever his reply, that is also your purpose. And I thought, oh, that's strange. But I love, you know, anyone who knows me, I love talking to, to people. And so I turned to him and I thought, well, you can't just at point blank say, um, what's your purpose? What do you think God's <laughs> asked you to do? And actually it was during, um, we, we were actually congregational singing at the time. And I thought, oh, I can't ask him while we're singing, but I can't wait until the sermon's over. Mm. <laughs> so so I, I said to him, uh, I turned and, and said to him, oh, hello, I'm, you know, I'm Tamika, um, what's your name? And he turned to me and, he, you know, he, with a very thick German accent, told me his name. And I said to him, what do you think God's uh, asked you to do? What, what's your purpose? And he said, what? And, um, but as we were sort of talking backwards and forwards, um, he, he said to me he had grown up in Germany, um, you know, basically, you know, all of his life. And um, he had he had been taught about God as a child, but in a very different way to what most Australians, I think, would um, be brought up with, um, uh, where it was a very, um, very cruel religion almost. It was quite traumatic for him. And mm. he was in Bali because he wanted to find peace. Mm -hmm. And um, most people people in Bali um, are Hindu and so he said you know I just had a love of the Hindu people and um, the way that they looked at the world and they approached the world and and so you know he he had decided to come over and he ended up deciding to live there permanently uh, and um, I'm, I'm assuming that being he was in a Seventh-day Adventist church he uh, he was still seeking out um, other churches and things as well yeah, well, he began. Um, after that, he was introduced to a lady who took him to a Christian church. Um, it was a Sunday worshipping church. Um, and so he went from, you know, hanging out um, with people and learning the Hindu religion to then going to a Christian church, which isn't that big of, you know, there's not a lot of Christians in Bali. Mm. So he started to go there. And um, he had this experience one night, um, he said to me, where, because uh, he used to have his hands beaten. Uh, as a child, and he had this experience um, one night where he felt that he'd met this man um, who had his arms outstretched um, with scars in his hands, and that 
that would love him as who he was. And he was really hungry to meet this man. And so the next day he went to this um, Sunday worshipping church and uh, they actually preached on Jesus dying on the cross. And it was the first time he said I can remember actually hearing that story. Mm. He said, I, I just, I didn't know. I didn't know. And the lady who used to take him to church every Sunday um, was actually Adventist. And so on the way home, he asked her, you know, are you a Christian? Do you know about God? And um, she said, oh, I'm actually Seventh-day Adventist. And, you know, you should come and visit our church one time too. And so he said, I'll come. So the following Sabbath, she picked him up and took him to um you know, to an Adventist church, the one that we were in. And he said, as he came down, there was a poster hanging um, at the, the church and like, at, you know, at the, the pulpit area. And it was actually of um, a Jesus with his arms outstretched with the holes in, in his hands. And he said, that's the Jesus. That's Jesus. That's the man that I met. That's the one that has the holes in his hands. That was and the he, one from his dream, is it right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um and so he decided that that was the church that he was to to stay with. And so he he started, um, you know, coming to that church, and he'd been attending that church for the last five years. And so to get to what you know, what did he feel his purpose was? He said, "My purpose, God's purpose for me, is to share the love of God with others because I have found so much, um, you know, so much joy and so much life knowing who this this man is and getting to know who this man is." And um, you know, he was learning how to speak uh, Balinese and and English by coming to these sermons. And he was actually listening to the sermon in Balinese, converting it in his mind to German, then typing it on a little laptop that he had there. And then he would send the sermon in German to his friends in Germany, mm. uh, which I found was amazing. Um, and it was amazing for me too because... I was looking for some kind of, you know, complicated answer of what is God's purpose for me? Mm. And the simple answer is just share the love of God with others. And you can do that in every occupation in every part of your life. Mm. You you know, it's not it's not what I had expected he would say and I mean it seems so simple yet it's so important that it, we do that. It is. I think it's the it's the most fundamental purpose of every Christian, really, isn't it, to to do that? Um, so, did that really, I guess, surprise you? Um, you know that that's what he told you. Like, is that what you were expecting to hear? No, not at all. Because you know, sometimes you know, even even as Christians, um, and you know, talking about myself, um, you know, we can measure purpose and success with you know accomplishments. Um, any intelligence, popularity, um, and we can skip over the simple fact that God just wants our heart. Mm. And, you know, success in life really is simple. It's, it's to be able to know him mm. and tell others about who we know. So what would you say to somebody who, who says, yeah, but I can't do that, I, I, can't, I can't speak, you know, I can't... Uh talk i can't do bible studies i can't do all that sort of thing so um i, I think there's a, a bible verse that sort of 
gives us a hint with that. Do you want to share that with us? Yeah. Well, sometimes we think, oh, I won't, I won't know how to do it or mm. I won't remember what to say. Um, but there's a really lovely verse in John fourteen twenty six that says, but the helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all things that I have said to you. Mm. So really the Holy Spirit's got us covered and, and God is going to support us in that. Um, so this so. is this is mirroring your stories from earlier, isn't it? That um, we uh, you you were struggling uh, and feeling bad that you you weren't able to give a good enough account, and this is the same sort of thing here. When we're sharing um, with other people about God, we often fear that we can't give a good enough account, and yet here's the. Here's the the passage of scripture that says that the Holy Spirit's going to be there to help you. That's right. Yeah. Yep. So we shouldn't fear. We just we need to be willing to do it. We and we are not on our we're not on our own. We have the Holy Spirit. We have Jesus. We have God. Mm. We have others that tell accounts. So we're not alone mm. at all. Our book offer today, I mentioned earlier that we would have a free book offer. We've got a free book offer that's called Sharing Jesus is Everything. That's right on topic for today. Uh, it's by Alejandro Bullion. And in this small book, it will have a big impact. You'll learn the real reasons behind the calling of every Christian to share his or her faith. Um, this uh, author reco- uh, recovers an ancient biblical method of spiritual growth so that every believer can apply it in his or her own life and you'll discover the true benefit of outreach for yourself and your church. We'd love to get you a copy of this book, Sharing Jesus is Everything. So um, after the break, we'll give you the code. Remember the number 0488-880891 is the number to text in on. We'll give you the code right after the break. I was a wandering soul Traveling a well-worn road A sinner so far from home No second chance in sight I heard you call my name I felt you lift my shame And I made a vow that day That I'd spend the rest of my life Loving my Jesus Showing my scars Telling my story Of how mercy Could reach you where you are And I pray the whole cry of my heart is to see all the ones I love, loving my Jesus. Sin tries to make you hide, whispers that same old lie, keep all your thing this lost world needs someone I'm trying to be the truth that is 
to Tassie Encounters on Faith FM and we're finishing up our program this morning with Tamika Sporting on the topic of A Time to Bear Witness. Now just before the break we talked about a book that we're giving away today. We've got six copies to give away. Sharing Jesus is Everything. It's a fantastic little book. Uh, we'd love to give you a copy. Text in CONNECT11. That's CONNECT11, no spaces, C-O-N-N-E-C-T, 11-204-8880-891, and we will get a copy of this book out to you. So, Tamika, the Bible, we just mentioned earlier a verse that that says that the Holy Spirit will help us if we're trying to share and, and, uh, and uh, talk to somebody about God. Um, but what else does the Bible say about bearing witness? Well, I love the um, the passage in Matthew four nineteen when Jesus is calling you know James, John, Andrew, and Peter to be his disciples at the Sea of Galilee, and you know Jesus came to them um, intentionally, actively, and the verse says, um, "Then he, Jesus, said to them, Follow me, and I will make you fishers of men,' which is really another way of saying." Come and get to know me, mm. know all about me, and then tell others what you've learnt about who I am, um, which is really the same thing as share the love of God with others. Yeah. So, um, so I love that. Um, and then in Matthew 28, uh, 16 to 20, which is sometimes called the Great Commission, mm. um, 
I, you know, Jesus, I, sort of, I sort of feel that this passage is really important because it's the last words that Jesus spoke before he left. And I sort of feel that those last words must actually be significant. They, they are. Um, and, you know, if you can take some time to really read through this and really think about what, what's mm. being said here. Um, you know, it says, Then the eleven disciples went away into Galilee to the mountain which Jesus had appointed for them. When they saw him, they worshipped him, but some doubted. And Jesus came and spoke to them, saying, All authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. Go, therefore, and make disciples of all the nations. Now, that's everybody. That, that's mm. everybody, every tongue, every religion, every, everybody. Mm. No one was left out. Baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all things that I have commanded you. And, lo, I am with you always even to the end of the age. Amen. And that last part, I am with you always, mm. which means it's relevant to us now because we're still here on earth. Mm. So he is still here with us always till the end of the age. I, I love a passage um, elsewhere. I think it's in John 16 maybe that uh, Jesus actually prayed for his disciples, but he also prayed for his future disciples. And to me, that's really special that 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 he prayed back then for us. Now it's uh, it's quite amazing. If we're following God, then we know Jesus prayed for us. That's pretty mm. special. Yeah, I wonder um, for our listeners. You know what brought you know what brought you to to God? Did someone bear witness to you, um, or have you um, bore witness to somebody else? Mm. Um, because uh, you know we are, as we've said today called to to share share with God to bear witness about God mm. and what I really love about Jesus is that and no one else I can think of would do this in their right mind is he said to the disciples eat with me um, you know live with me be around me know all my habits you know this would mean know all my habits mm. know everything that I'm I'm doing and then with no stipulation no rules no secrecy Go and tell everybody about everything you know about me. And I, what I love is no one else would say, live with me mm. and then go and tell. I, I know for me, um, with my husband, there are things I don't want the whole world to know. Mm. So um, I think this is really, um, really sharing how, you know, Jesus was willing for everybody to know everything about him, no secrets. Mm. Um, yeah. And in Ephesians, um, actually, it's uh, 2, uh, 8 to 9, it says, For by grace you have been saved through faith, and this is not your own doing. It is the gift of God, not a result of works, so that no man may boast. So no one is more privileged than anybody else. Um, and, uh, you know, we're all saved through faith, uh, which is a gift from God. So I think that's a really awesome promise as well. It is. It is. It's um, those verses are some of my favourite verses in Scripture. They give us so much uh, hope and also meaning and purpose. Because there's actually in in verse ten it goes on to say that um, that uh, we can go on and do the good things that He has planned for us. So there's a, there's a purpose for us in doing that and in sharing. Um, 
Yeah, no, that's great. I I really appreciate your sharing today, Tamika, and uh, I guess we'll have you back on in a few weeks again. Um, just, I guess, from for me, I think the main thing is that we need to remember that God gives every one of us the ability to share something about Him, and we need to we need to search for ways and find ways that we can do that. That's our purpose as a Christian is to to share God's love with other people around us. Um, just a reminder as we wrap up our today's program, our Tasmanian event coming up soon, Improving Immune Function Through Food uh, by Dr. Sue Rad. She will be down in Hobart on May 13 and in Launceston May 15 and in Devonport on May 16. We'd love you to be able to come to this free event Text immune two two that's immune twenty two to zero four double eight double eight zero eight nine one and we'll text you back the details and uh, links uh, to do your bookings for that. Um, now I don't know if you've thought about your next program that you'll do with us, and I'm not exactly sure when that's going to be in a few weeks' time. But do, do you have any plans for what you're going to be talking about next time? To I do actually. Yeah. Um, I'm going to talk about identity, our identity, awesome. because I had uh, a little story that I'm going to share about um, trying to prove who I was uh, just recently in while I was in a. Um, in a hospital visiting somebody else, and so that was a bit of an interesting story. So I, I'm ready to share that. Awesome. We'll uh, we'll have you back again soon then to do that. Um, next week on Connecting the Dots, Does Health Matter? This is going to be presented by Libby Herganen. So join us next Friday for that. And, of course, on Monday we have David, Leo and Tabitha with The Wise and Foolish Builders. This is another encounter with Jesus with uh, David, Leo and Tabitha. Well, that's all for today from us at Tassie Encounters with Connecting the Dots. Uh, remember the code for today, CONNECT11. Sharing Jesus is everything. 0488880891. This is The Commission by the Kane siblings. Have a good day. See my hands and look at my It's okay if it's hard to believe I have faith that you'll do greater things It's my time to go But before I leave Go tell the world about me There's much to do here before you.